Hey y'all, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm your host, Ainsley B, and I can't wait to share with you some amazing guests on this season of the podcast. Our goal here is to help one another find, keep, and share our wild confidence in Christ. I'm so thankful you're joining us, and if you love the episode today, I'd be so grateful if you left a review or shared it with a friend. All right, all right, let's hop in. I can't wait to meet our guest today. Lauren Tinney is a writer, speaker, and mentor from Franklin, Tennessee. She is passionate about helping others see and experience a life of peace and freedom. Armed with tools that she has used, she has devoted her time and energy to providing one-on-one mentor sessions where she takes you on the ultimate personal development journey filled with real talk and practical tools so you can push through stale paradigms and develop a stronger sense of self, genuine empathy, and deeper faith. You are going to love her. I just absolutely love her. Today, I am honored to have her on the podcast. Find her on Instagram at Lauren Rainey Tenney, and let's hop in. Lauren, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. How are you? I am so good, and I love the name Wild Confidence. Is, um, it's perfect. I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect for the uh, the people that listen to your podcast and um, what we want and what we have and and what we're learning to have. And I think it's yeah. great. But I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, I have to tell you, I didn't tell you this a second ago, but every Lauren that I know, I love. Oh. I My daughter's like, I wanted to put Lauren in my daughter's name somewhere because of how many Laurens that I know that are just precious and wonderful. And so I mean, they're all like coming to my mind, like all of my Laurens. I know a lot of Laurens, but they are all just gold. So I'm already excited to talk to you and already excited to hear all the things that you have to say. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad my name. my name is Lauren. <laughs> I'm so glad my name is Lauren. <laughs> is, I, know. I love it so much. Okay. So I am really actually very excited to just hop in this conversation with you because I want to know all the things that you have to say. I have stalk you on social media. I've done all of the, uh, this research and I'm like, oh man, she is just a, a well of wisdom and knowledge. So tell me what made you begin this mission of helping people thrive in their relationships? Yes. Well, when I was 26, I moved to Nashville all by myself And previously I had had the support of my friends, my family. I was always around them. I was always getting their approval for everything that I did or did not do. I I don't (laughs) know if, if that was such a good thing because when you are alone for the first time and things start not going your way and decisions you make and relationships you choose to have, they're all of a sudden not the right ones for you. And that was kind of my life. Um, I kept, I I remember waking up one morning and I've been a believer for, since I was nine years old. I love the Lord. I've, I've gone to church. So I felt like I knew all the things, but I remember waking up one morning and being like, God, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I missing? I felt like I was missing something. And I, at the time just was having, I just was making really bad decisions. I was, um, 
I felt like the people that were entering my life were not the people that should have been entering my life. And I knew probably deep down that I was attracting that. And I just was, I was confused as to what was happening. So um, I couldn't afford therapy at the time, but I remember very vividly someone recommending a book called Boundaries. And I was at the point in my life, I was 26 years old and I was thinking, okay, I got to do something. Something has got to change. What is happening? And so I read this book, Boundaries, by Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend, who are two Christian psychologists, and everything changed for me. And on paper, uh, the themes of boundaries seem very obvious, like taking responsibility for what you're bringing to the table, Um, learning to manage your expectations, not um, have them and be upset when they're not met all the time. Um, you know, people are doing the best they can usually with what they know. Thing, mm-hmm. These themes are were coming up in the book. And I was like, okay, these seem so easy, but why wasn't I taking responsibility for myself? Why wasn't I taking responsibility for what I was bringing to the table in my love relationships and my friend relationships? Why wasn't I taking responsibility for the things maybe that I was saying behind their back or gossiping, um, Mm. the blame game? I was blaming everyone else for my um, dysfunction. Where, why, why, what, why is that? And so that book filled with biblical wisdom verses to really back up what Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend had really researched for years and years and years. I was, I was sold the first chapter. No, the first two pages. I'm like, Nope, this is it. This is me when I'm older. If I don't stop this now, Mm. Um, because the first chapter was from the perspective of an older woman who was married with kids and had tumultuous relationships with her mother. She had no boundaries. She had a poor marriage. She, her kids wouldn't listen to her. And I was like, okay, if I keep going, this is what my life is going to look like. And I knew that. And so I, everything changed the way I saw myself change the way I, um, took responsibility for my stuff changed. And I will say that one thing it, that really probably was the catalyst to all the other change in relationships. Um, and so I am now on a mission to help, especially younger people, uh, come to this realization much sooner than I, or at least when I did, because we're seeing so, um, many people entering into the marriage relationships unprepared with no boundaries, with, with, not good boundaries. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like if we can get really, if we can understand boundaries, if we can know what they meant, mean, if we can understand the importance they have in our relationships, then everything changes. And we are, um, we help other people become better and we become better as well. You are so right. And I have had that book on my, uh, to be read list for so long. And I'm even like, I'm the thing that's so crazy is that I have had conversations with my counselor who's going to be on <clears throat> the podcast later this season on this exact topic, like some of the things that you're saying. So I'm sure she's read the book and is relaying some of that. But I just wrote down like, what am I not taking responsibility for in my life that is causing friction? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have Right. I've had this or heard this conversation so much, but this question 
is now giving me something to chew on for the rest of the day or week or month or whatever, because I'm like, man, it really is on us more than we think, or, or I shouldn't say, I should say that we have more power than we think. Right. Right. And it, and it's as simple as, you know, you're married, we'll take marriage for an example. Um, if you know, I'm getting into the weekend. Okay. And I have all of these things in my mind, cause that's what women do. We have all these to-do lists in our mind that we want to get done over the weekend. And a lot of them have to do with our husbands and, but we haven't communicated to him. We haven't told him, these are the things that we would like to get done. We haven't asked him, Hey, what do you, what does your weekend look like? What are you feeling like you want to do this weekend and, and express what, what's already in our brains, then we can't get mad at them. They can't read our minds. They're not supposed to read our minds, right? So boundaries are where I end and the other person begins. And where I end is my thoughts, my feelings, my words, my actions, my emotions. Those are all me. That's not the responsibility of my husband. He is there. His responsibility is not to read my mind and to know that he has to be free the entire weekend to do whatever I need to get done. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair to him. So coming into the weekend, Wednesday, hey, sitting down, you know, when the kids go down, hey, weekend's coming up. Here are some things on my list. What are some things on your to-do list this weekend? What, What do you feel like we can get to? And that seems so simple, but I, I wasn't shown that when I was little, I didn't see that when I was little, I saw a bunch of back and forth. I saw a bunch of disappointment, a bunch of expectations not met and, um, hurting relationships because of it. And I can't, I wasn't made for that. I was made to have a thriving, healthy relationship and everyone was, uh, but that's what I longed to have. And so those are the kinds of conversations that I learned I wasn't having and I need to have. And luckily it was before I got married. So I feel we've got married kind of later than some, a a lot of people. Um, So that has served us well. Um, So just, just think simple like that. Yeah. So I'm curious what those conversations look like. Um, How do we, how do we approach those conversations? How do we have those conversations? How do, what should we be prepared for, you know, with those conversations? What can you tell us about that? I think that in my situation, my husband is pretty even keel, right? So he is, he, he was, he did grow up in a very healthy environment. So I understand that sometimes conversations like that are not as easy for some, um, but you have to start practicing, right? And so to me, I am always a get it out on the table kind of girl. Not everyone is, and I can't force that on other people, but here's how if if you have not learned to have those conversations yet, and it's, it's very tumultuous, usually I would just say, be honest, you know, go to your sweetie and be like, Hey, I am trying out this new, this, this new thing. I feel like we, we can communicate. We could communicate so much better. And I really would love to, I would love for that to happen. Um, so, you know, the weekend's approaching here is, you know, what I feel like I would like to get done this weekend. And I know in the past, um, we've kind of fought about this and I would love to not do that. So I feel like if we can talk about it before the weekend, then, um, then both of us can, 
you know, kind of ease into the weekend. It, it will be, uh, we can get some things done that we both want to do and we've communicated. And I think that just being honest, um, I even say like, if, if it's, if it's not normal to have those conversations, just laugh about it and be like, okay, I'm about to approach you with something that is not, you know, like just laugh. Like it's not normally what we do, but I'd love to try it out because I love you. I value you. I respect you. And I, and I, um, I want us to both be able to feel like we've had a productive weekend and, um, go into the next week, you know, light and great. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that because I have a real life example of this happening literally yesterday. (laughs) And I was just burning the candle at both ends. I was just doing all of my errands for like the whole week. And one day I was exhausted. I'm running on, you know, Celsius caffeine, which is not good. And my husband, I walked in our room just quickly and I looked over and he was taking a nap. And I was like, internally, I was like, are you kidding? And I, for the rest of the day, I wasn't like rude to him or mean to him, but I was just not, I didn't want to make eye contact. I was resentful inside, like in me. And so I was just short and I wasn't warm to him and I wasn't just kind. And, you know, at the end of the night, I realized that's on me. Like he did nothing but take care of himself. <laughs> and I got mad at him for doing that because he was doing something that I needed too. He was taking care of himself. And I decided that I did not get the luxury of that. I don't get the luxury of self-care. I need to go to the grocery store. I really don't. That really could have waited. I really could have got it delivered. So paying attention to, and I think that's what made me write down that question is, what am I not taking responsibility for? Well, in that case, myself, taking care of myself so then I can be the best version of of myself for him or, or for my daughter or whatever, because other people suffer the consequences of your lack of boundaries. And whether that be with the relationships or within ourselves, you know, like other people suffer. That is so good. Other people suffer because of our lack of boundaries. And that's true. It's other people. It's us. It's it's our whole relationship. And I will just to piggyback off what you said. So obviously you're perfectly normal. I still feel those feelings too. I just can come back real a lot quicker because, um, because I've had so much practice and I long to have a very solid, steady relationship that I don't feel, you know, turmoil in. So um, I have a, I've, I talk a lot about your energy, managing your energy Mm. and everyone knows that person and, and it's sometimes us that walks in a room that everyone can be fine and laughing and jovial. So that person yeah. walks in the room and you're like, Oh no, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like everyone <laughs> immediately feels it because energy is real. That's what we're created by, you know, yeah. our Lord and savior was so smart and he was so talented and we are all such energetic people. And so yeah. Um, I think that when you get, find yourself in that place where you walk in, your husband's taking a nap or watching football and you have, you have slaved and you have done this and you have done that. <laughs> none of which you asked him to help you with, right. by the way, right. um, it is really important for us to then, okay, 
go in another room, change our energy because a, a, a high positive energy is so pertinent for a thriving family. Your, your kids feel it. Your husband obviously feels it. And so, um, you know, and, and even to the point of, if you've kind of feel like you've blown it with them, walk out, take a deep breath, come back in and be like, okay, that was me. I, I totally brought this party down. I know Mm. it. And mommy, sorry. And I, um, we are this, we're going to change this right now, put on some music, have a dance party or whatever. Um, but it's communication with your husband is so important. Uh, You know, if you are looking at, you're going to be doing all of this stuff this day in the morning, just, just communicate with that with him. Hey, this is what's on my plate. Um, is there any of these things that you feel like you could help me with? Yeah. Um, or give him like guys want specifics. They just need specifics. Spencer, that's my husband, Spencer. Um, this is what has to happen today. You know, if you can help me out with this and this, then I can do this and this and, you know, it'll be great. And he can say to me, Hey, I'm sorry. I just can't. I have a call or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I have to respect that too, because I waited till the last minute. Right. So, um, I think anytime you can manage expectations, anytime you can change your energy, this is all part of boundaries and it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And you said something that I wanted, that I want to ask you more about is about how your kids are affected and your kids can feel it. And, you know, that is so, so true and so real. So how do we teach this kind of concept to our kids and how early is too early (laughs) or is there such a thing (laughs) never never it's never too early you start you start teaching your kids about boundaries when you tell them no when they're about to put something in their mouth that shouldn't go in their mouth those are boundaries and I and I will say having a 12 year old even and 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 honestly, lately I've been marinating on this. Even myself, I want to have boundaries. I want to have, you know, I think in 2020 the world was getting very gray for me. I was, I don't know, I was getting a little confused and and it wasn't so black and white, the right and wrong. And I don't know. It yeah. was just it was I was listening to a lot of things, a lot of people. And I I just I was like, Lord, I need boundaries. I need yes, this is, this is what you want. No, this is, this is not truth. Right. And so babies, babies need that too. Kids crave boundaries. We crave boundaries, no matter, you know, um, what anyone says, what any psychologist says, we need yes. And we need no's. We need solid no's and we need solid yeses, um, starting from infants. And that is when they are, Mm -hmm. um, toddling and we have barriers, right? We have barriers in place. No, you cannot go in this room. (laughs) No, you cannot, you know, play with, with these toys, these cords or whatever. And then, um, it is now, you know, we're having, we are 12 and a half year old son. He is getting into the preteens there. There are things changing with his body and with his emotions, with his hormones. And that is truth. But what is also true is he still has to be respectful. He's still, there's no excuse for lying or being dishonest or being lazy. We are still having to put those boundaries in place. Son, we know that this is a hard time for you. We get it. We've both been here, but we are not raising you to be disrespectful. And here's what's going to happen this time and then the next time, right? And so you're always setting boundaries for your kids. And please, please. 
anyone that's listening, please know your kids want them. They may not think they want them, but they want them. And they, and the number one thing they feel with healthy boundaries is safety. When they have healthy limitations and healthy boundaries in the confines of mom and dad, um, they feel safe. And that is what we want for our children. And even in your marriage, when you have healthy boundaries in your marriage, you feel safe, safety. I think that's what boundaries really, really represents. And so, you know, when you are, when you're teaching your kids, I, from the very beginning, um, apologize to them when I am wrong, when mom's wrong, when my energy is wrong, when I take it out on them, things that they, 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 there's no excuse for, for me to have behaved the way I did. I look at them, I get down on their level and I say, mommy, sorry. And I point Mm -hmm. out exactly what I did. Hey, I know I probably made you feel this way. Or I ask them, Hey, how did you feel? And, you know, uh, we kind of get to the bottom of it this way. I did it this morning. I was so, I got so frustrated so fast with my six-year-old and I looked at her and just, just the life, you know, goes out of her little eyes Mm -hmm. and, um, and you have to, you have to be prepared. Apologizing is such a big deal in boundaries and know it being self-aware enough. Self-awareness is key. Being self-aware enough to, um, to admit when you are wrong, to admit when you've done something that's not, um, what you should have done and and to incorrect it. Yeah. I think the, the apologizing piece can be so difficult if you don't do that self-awareness work of being like, okay, we have a common goal here. Like the thriving part is our common goal. Like my husband and I are on the same team. Like our common goal is to thrive in friendships. Our common goal is to thrive. We want to have healthy friendships and healthy parenting, healthy relationships. So like keeping that perspective, I think will give you more freedom for that apologizing and just putting pride aside. I know that I can really struggle with that. I can really struggle with pride. And I mean, my gosh, it's exhausting. Honestly, just kill the pride and say you're sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is easier said than done. But, you know, that's one thing when I'm thinking about boundaries. One of the things that I remember uh, as a young adult, or even honestly, even now, is how how to navigate boundaries within friendships. Mm. Is there anything that you can shed light on when it comes to like an over involvement in friendships or like what? What, how we can yeah. navigate that? Yeah, friendships are a big deal. Um, we are made to have friends. We're made to have be in community. Uh, we can't just live under a rock um, after failed friendships. We have to figure out what uh, what is not working, and we need to be very self aware. And you mentioned you mentioned um, ego. You said pride, ego, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and to the audience, dropping your ego, being self-aware and being able to know when your ego is at work is, again, it's one of the greatest things that you can get good at in boundaries. Um, humility, um, total humility is is the basis for understanding and relationship. And I think mm-hmm. it's very, um, very important. So friendships, over-involvement. 
you know, you have to be aware when you are taking, you're taking too much. Friendships are give and take. So there will be, uh, there could be unbalanced friendships when someone is just taking, 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 taking your energy, taking your yeses, taking you, and they're not giving. Okay. And so those be very aware of those. And I will say, once you start putting boundaries in place, vibe attracts tribe always. So you will always attract the people that are kind of, of like mind. Right. And so Mm. as you grow, and this may sound sad because, you know, you may be worried that some friendships will go away and maybe they will, but maybe they won't. I've had a group of uh, best friends since college and we have grown at different rates and we have had some issues, but we've always kind of met there with each other. And so I, I don't feel like friendships have to, all friendships have to die off when you start getting good at this. Um, and I honestly think that you give others permission to grow as well when you mm. start putting healthy boundaries in place, but we can't always be giving. And if you're a taker, you have to be aware if you are taking too much. Um, Codependent relationships are a real thing. There is a difference in a healthy, thriving friendship and community and then codependent relationships. And those need, you need to be aware of those too. Those um, people that you feel like you need them so badly for your, I mean, very breath sometimes, that's not going to be the healthiest situation. So asking yourself, what, what is it about this friendship that I feel so fearful of if I lose it? And then mm. you just ask yourself tough questions. Um, again, if you are one of the takers, admit that to yourself and start asking God to really show you when you are doing that and to, to self-awareness is, is really is key. Um, I think that I'm trying to think of the other, the the other things and friendships that you're going to experience. I think that people are so scared to have tough conversations. Yeah. If you are going to be in a healthy relationship, you're going to have to have tough conversations. Your friendship if it is going to be at the level that I feel like, you know, God has for us as part as, as far as community, you have to be okay with having those tough conversations. Um, hey, I feel like there's tension going on. I can't quite put my finger on it. Are you feeling this too? And can we can we talk through it? Because I we're better when it's not there. Um, things like that, just being very open, very honest. Um Yeah. And just paying attention to, you know, I think a lot of to people that are married, they still value the friendship sometimes even more than the marriage. You need to be very, very aware of that because you have left your parents. You have joined with this man or with this woman and you are now one. Okay. Your friendships are important, but they are never going to be as important as your marriage. Never. They are yeah. very important, but never as important as that one thing that is literally going to be life altering for you, him and your children. OK, so um, I think just being aware of those um, things. And if you have any specific friendship questions, I'm happy to answer those. It's, it's um, I do that a lot on Instagram, too. But just, um, hey, what about this or what about this? Just, you know, kind of having those specific situations. Um, I, I'm always happy to help with those as well. 
Yeah. I think there's like so many different scenarios that are like flying around in my head. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. what, What about this and what about that? But I will say that, you know, one of my friendships in I think it, we met like right after high school or right at, you know, senior year or something like that is still one of my closest friendships because she was so good at apologizing and having hard conversations that it taught me that skill. And yes. I truly am so thankful for for my life, like for the rest of my life, I will be so thankful to her for teaching me that. Because she did teach me, like, if you feel like something's off, apologize for your role and goes back to that beginning question. What are you taking? What are you taking responsibility for? Or what are you not taking responsibility for? Because a lot of times that and this is with any relationship, you might say, "Okay, this is my issue. This is what I'm feeling. And then the other person get really defensive. Well, that that awareness that you're talking about, the responsibility piece lowers those defenses that's because right you're like yeah i right. i did i did this thing and i yeah. yeah and and having the faith as a common ground i think is so so much so helpful for any relation obviously in a marriage but even in a friendship because grace is where you can meet them even with your boundaries i think sometimes we can confuse grace and boundary like oh i can't have this boundary because i have to extend grace have you encountered that like what are your thoughts on that oh yeah yeah it is i think that that's you know it's it's kind of one of those it's a people pleasing thing you <laughs> yeah, you okay. are yeah. a people pleaser and so <laughs> you're always going to you don't want everyone to be happy and you want everyone to be okay. So you're going to extend as much grace as you can because you don't want it to be awkward and weird. But what's happening is you are becoming resentful. You are underneath, you're experiencing resentment. You're experiencing things that are, are very uncomfortable because you want everyone else to be comfortable. And Mm -hmm while on paper that, or, or in the books that might be noble, it's just not, it's not healthy. It's not biblical and it's not noble because if you, if you are experiencing resentment and you are not taking the steps to remedy that, then that is no one else's fault, but your own. And I've had this conversation with myself a million times. Um, you know, I think, you have the people that want to say yes to everything and people uh, know that about them. And so they keep asking, they keep asking and Hey, can you do this? And can you do that? And can you volunteer for this? And can you volunteer for that? Here's a volunteer sheet from school, sign up, you know, and listen, if you want to do it, great. But if you're going to do it and then complain about it and then not fulfill your obligation, not get it in on time or not get whatever, like that's, there, there is one person that is to blame for that. And that's you. And, um, you know, I still struggle with that sometimes, but, um, this year that we are just, we are in the throes of it. Kindergarten, fourth grade, seventh grade, and the fourth and kindergarten, it's just, it's a ton of mom groups. It's a ton of, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to go out here. We're going to meet for coffee here. And right now it's a no for me, not because I don't want to 
to uh, meet and get to know all these women. I would love to, but I have mm-hmm. other priorities. And if I cannot do these well, then I can't do, I can't spread myself even thinner, right? Yeah. Like that's, or even more thin. I just, that's on me. And so yeah. I'm in charge of the no's. I'm in charge of the yeses. And um, it's at the end of the day, it's me. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You have so much. I mean, I have so many notes written down just in this conversation, but you have a resource that people can go to if they want more beyond this conversation. Can you tell us more about the online boundaries masterclass that you have? Yeah. Yeah, So I put a live event together a year and a half ago called Unbound, um, Loving and Living with Healthy Boundaries. And we, it was a beautiful event. And so we made it into a online masterclass. So I have edited down, I have added a Amazing. couple of sessions um, of my own. And so people, if they are beginning boundaries, I think it's an amazing place to start. I also have um, coaching. So if, if someone has, but I do a specific, like if you have a specific situation going on, I'm, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to recommend two hours to start. We can do an hour at a time um, that I can help you say, okay, I think what my gift is, is asking tough questions about the yeah. other person. Okay. So, you know, like, let's get to the bottom of the other person too. Cause it's not just about you. It's about them too. Um, yeah. so, so I offer those things and I'm going to have a, some courses coming up courses with boundaries and in-laws, which is a hot topic. Um, <laughs> and very, hot topic. Um, very, very aware of that, um, <laughs> and boundaries and friendship boundary. I mean, it's, it's limitless. So I'm going to have some of totally. those coming up but right now. The masterclass and the coaching is what I can offer and I'm, and I'm happy to help. Amazing. And where can we find that? LaurenRainyTenny.com, or you can go to my Instagram. That is where most of my stuff is. And it's at LaurenRainyTenny. Amazing. And I'll put the link uh, in the show notes as well. So you can click on on those to find it. Thank you so much for just spending time today. I'm just so grateful that you took the time out of your day to share with us and for all the wisdom that you gave us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always so fun to talk about this stuff. It's life-changing for sure. Thank you so, so much for spending time with us today and hanging out here on Wild Confidence. I hope that you feel encouraged and ready to tackle the day, feeling even more confident than you did before you started listening. I'd be so thankful if you left a review or shared this episode with a friend and I'll see you soon. Oh, don't forget, let's connect on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Ainsley B and I hope to meet you there.